Welcome back to Sports Rewind. I'm Paul Salerno, and today I'm here with Mateo Lippman. How you doing, Mateo? Um, so today we are back. We took a bit of a break, but it was good. I needed a break, and now we're getting back into the schedule. Um, school's starting up. Sports are getting into uh, playoffs, and it's we're gonna have all the sports going. We're gonna have all the sports going. It's gonna be great. It's an exciting time. Uh, the NBA playoffs just started, um, as well as the NHL playoffs. And uh, the MLB is definitely uh, getting going now. You're starting to see teams who are going to um, be good, and to see the good teams and the bad teams. But before we go into NHL and MLB, we're going to go into the NBA. So we're going live into the bubble here. And so the bubble, bubble definitely has been working for the NBA um, you know, they're testing players all constantly. They're making sure no one leaves. And if you leave, uh, there's rules. So if you come back, so I think yeah. Yeah, the NBA is doing a great job on that. And um, that's why uh, no one has COVID and it's good. So before we get into the playoffs, uh, I think we should talk about the game that um, was basically a playoff game. It was the Grizzlies versus the Blazers. So in the Western Conference, there was the eight and nine seed. The Trail Blazers were the eight seed, and the Grizzlies, the nine seed, yeah. had the same record. And so they had a bit of a playoff. But the cool thing I think that the NBA did was since the Trail Blazers were the eight seed and they technically had the playoff spot, the Grizzlies would have had to beat them twice. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't really matter. Um, uh, Portland, uh, won 126 to 122 and Damian Lillard was exceptional with I mean, crazy three-pointers from the logo just casually. Um, yeah. Damian Lillard had 31 points in 45 minutes, 10 assists and two rebounds, another double-double. And you know, Jaw ja played pretty well too, 35 points, eight assists, four rebounds in 42 minutes, but he, was, he couldn't shut down C.J. McCollum. Yeah. And down the stretch, and C.J. McCollum hit some clutch shots on John ja Morant, and I think that helped the Blazers seal the deal. Yeah, Jaws definitely. I think I think it's safe to say he's the rookie of the year now. He's so yeah. good. I think all of the Zion um, have been answered. I think that's safe to yeah. say, right? I think anyway, Zion like Zion's on the two K cover, which I don't yeah. think is right. I mean, he barely played. Should be Jaw. And John Morant, if Zion wins Rookie of the Year, there's going to be a big, big outrage because he barely played. That's can't, true. Can't be the Rookie of the Year if you barely played. Ja, yeah. ja is clearly the better player. Ja played and he played outstanding. Yeah, he's consistent, efficient. Okay, and so now we get into yesterday was the first um, day of the NBA playoffs. We had some actually really interesting matchups. And we started off with the Jazz and Nuggets. Mateo, what did you see out of this game? Well, I know, obviously, Donovan Mitchell kind of put the Jazz on his back. And he had 57 points, and he brought them into overtime. But once they got into overtime, Jokic hit a clutch three, Murray hit the clutch shot. And I think the Nuggets, just overall, their veterans kind of played well. The Jazz 
don't have that much experience with Donovan Mitchell being very young. And Rudy Gobert wasn't able to slow down Jokic in the, in the paint at all. And I just think that the Jazz are going to have to get a more of an overall effort from everyone else. And they especially – Mike Conley just left. Yeah, he did. That hurts them a lot too. And so they're going to have to get more of an overall effort out of people who aren't Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I have the Nuggets actually. I have them winning this series, but I had the Jazz winning yesterday just because I thought, you know, that, that game was kind of – if the Jazz won, it, they might they might have been able to take it in the game seven. But I think the Nuggets are too, like, powerful. You had Jokic just, you know, having making shots that look so easy with 29 points. And then Jamal Murray stepped it up in, in the fourth quarter and in overtime. He was yeah, unstoppable. He had 36 points in 40 minutes. Yep. And Michael Porter Jr., 13 points, but he also grabbed eight rebounds. Jokic had 10 rebounds. And obviously Donovan Mitchell had 57 points, but he also had nine rebounds and seven assists. And for a guard who isn't Russell Westbrook, nine rebounds is pretty impressive. Yeah, and Mitchell's not – I think it's safe to say he's not going to put up 57 points every game. And I think that's what the Jazz need from him. And or Rudy Gobert, but I just don't see the Jazz taking this one. May and I think the Nuggets win. Mateo, what are your predictions on this series? I mean, I think the Nuggets win. I think they're just clearly the better overall all-around team. They have yeah. more depth. They have, I mean, a point center basically. And I think the Nuggets are going to take this one in six because I do think the Jazz are good. But I just don't think without Mike Conley, I don't think they're going to go very far in these playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Nuggets and Sixes, that's what I had to. And the second day, I mean, the second game of the day was Raptors versus the Nets. Um, I think this was pretty safe to say that the Raptors were going to win this one. But I don't know if it was safe to say the Raptors were going to win this one by 24 points. The Raptors, put they played a, like really well. Fred Van Vliet. Had 30 points. Um, Serge Ibaka had um, 22. Pascal Siakam, 18. Um, this is a team that I think they everyone knew they were going to beat the Nets, but them pounding on the Nets, especially if they keep it up, um, shows that they could really go far and even have a chance to contend with the Bucks. I mean, and I know I think the Raps are going to sweep this series. I don't think it'll be close. But the shining, the shining silver lining for the Nets. Is I'm gonna butcher his name, but T- Timothy Luawa Kabarat has 26 <laughs> points, seven rebounds, two assists in 33 minutes. Yep. And I've never even heard of this guy. I probably should have, <laughs> but I mean, he put on a show, and he was their leading scorer in there. And I think maybe, maybe it's just one game. Maybe he's gonna carry this on. But if he can carry it on, we'll see him in the starting lineup. Yeah, I mean, the third quarter kind of made this game look at even close at all, where the Brooklyn Nets actually out, only game, only quarter they outscored them. But at half, it was like, it was insane. They were up by 28, something like that. So this, it, I think this is a sweep as well, Mateo. So I'd agree with that. Yeah. Mateo, what was game three? So the third game was 76 or Celtics. And this is really interesting matchup to me because I think the Celtics are loaded with young talent and they have great leadership in Kemba Walker and the 76ers 
are without Ben Simmons, which obviously he's one of their main stars. And the Celtics took this one. They and, did. I mean, I, I watched a little bit of the game, and there were times when the 76ers – uh, had the lead and actually looked like they could win this. But at the end, it was kind of like the Nuggets and Jazz game. The Celtics were just a better team. And, you know, without Ben Simmons, the Sixers might not win this. And after the game, Joel Embiid said, I know what I have to do now. I have to carry this team. Yeah. So if Joel Embiid, you know, kind of picks it up a little bit. And I could see um, – the Celtics, I mean, the Sixers bringing this one far. That's why I have the Celtics in seven. But I think in my mind, the really only outcome is the Celtics winning the series. Well, I think the main area of concern for the 76ers is they had 18 turnovers, 18 turnovers compared to the Celtics seven. And if you have 18 turnovers, you're not going to win the game. So I think that is something, I mean, they've got to, go down the turnovers, and they're dominating the paint. They had 46 points in the paint compared to the Celtics, 36. But I just think if you're going to turn the ball over 18 times, you can't expect to win. That's just brutal on their behalf. I'd agree with that. And um, Tatum also kind of, over in the game. Kind they're, of saying turnovers uh, is going to fold into the next game, but you can finish your comment, Mateo. Sorry about Jason Tatum. I mean, Tatum had 32 points and Jalen Brown had 29 and I think these are the two main young players coming up for them. Because, I mean, Gordon Hayward's older. Daniel Tice, I mean, yeah, I'm not a big buyer. I mean, Kemba Walker's kind of old, but he's still a main player. Yeah, Kemba's playing. Kemba played really well, though, yeah, too. Yeah, year. But one thing I did notice in this game is Marcus Smart played 32 minutes and had a rebound and assist at two points. I mean, <laughs> they, won this, they won this game. But if they want to go far into the playoffs and potentially play the Raptors or the Bucks, if Marcus Smart plays like that, they're not going to win. Yeah, and I think this team doesn't have, like, an outstanding – like, I don't think there's any mm, – well, Jason Tatum is really I good now. I think Tatum in the next yeah. three or four years could be an MVP candidate. Yeah, that's true. But that's – right now, the Celtics are basing off of just a ton of young talent, like a ton of young talent. Yeah. And there's really everyone on their team – can do a lot, can shoot, um, you know, top Gordon Hayward was, you know, one of the best before his injury. Tatum is rising star. Same with Brown Walker, you know, is shining with the Celtics, as you can tell. So there's a lot of talent on that team. So speaking of turnovers, um, that brings you into probably my favorite game or my favorite series probably of this first round playoff is the Clippers versus the, um, Mavericks. So, what I, you know, Luka Doncic and Porzingis have, especially in the bubble, uh, have shown to be really dangerous. And Luka did play really well. Luka, I believe, put, put up 42 points. Yeah, 42 points, nine assists, seven rebounds. But uh, had 11 turnovers. Yeah, I know. That so, and it's part of that, I think he had six in the first quarter or something before he got his ankle hurt. But, you know, the Clippers are a very good defensive team, so they were able to shut that down. And another thing about yesterday's game was Porzingis got two bogus technicals, which shouldn't oh have been. Those are, that's brutal. You can't eject him for that. No, that you can't. But I still think that even with Porzingis, the Clippers would have won this game just yeah. because I think 
you know, playoff Kawhi. Kawhi was playing, you know, great. And um, another person, uh, Paul George, playing really well, had a clutch, clutch three at the end to basically seal the game. And so Kawhi Leonard had 29 points, 12 rebounds, six assists in 38 minutes. Paul George had 27 points in 37 minutes. And um, Patrick Beverly was, you know, only eight points, but he was playing great defense. And then you have, like, people like Lou Williams and um, who Hello. played exceptional yesterday. Marcus Morris played really well yesterday, playing 19 point, putting 19 points up. And I think he was kind of the player that no one expected to play really well, and he did. So if he I keeps mean, that up. And Lou Will, they're giving Lou Will the minutes. He had 31 minutes, and they're starting point guard, Pat Bev. Only 20 minutes, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know Pepe have left the bubble, so maybe they're easing him into things. I'm not sure. But if Lou Will's getting opportunities, I think he's going to put up offense that Pat Bev isn't going to. But then again, Pat Bev has the defense. So. Yeah, Montrell's, I think I'm pronouncing it. Yeah, Harold. Um, you know, he was another player like Lou Williams who would come out on the bench and average probably 20 points a game. I think that's what it was. So yeah. he only had six points, but I also see him – you know, could have a break breakout game games this series. So I still have the Clippers winning this one. I think the Clippers win this in six. Yeah, I think it'll be a close series. But I think they're going to go seven All right. just because that – I think Doncic and Porzingis can steal some games. All right, so that was the uh, wrap-up of yesterday's games. But we do have four more games tonight and today. And so it started off with the Magic Bucks, Mateo. <laughs> I mean, I saw something today on Instagram that the Magic vs. Bucks should be on Instagram Live. I mean, this isn't going to be much of a series. I have the Bucks in four. I have Giannis barely even playing in the fourth game. I don't think they're going to risk him getting injured. I don't see them losing a single game here. I don't see any way they can lose this. The Bucks are a much better team than the Magic. I mean, you take the Raptors and the Nets, and then you upgrade a little better team from the Raptors to the Bucks, and then downgrade from the Nets yeah. to the Orlando. So it should be, yeah, as Mateo said, it should be an easy sweep, and the Bucks shouldn't have any problems at all. But, you know, that's not going to be an interesting game. That's why they have it at 130 and not at a um, main slot. But we'll go on to game two, which is a lot more interesting, which is Jimmy Butler's heat. And so now I guess maybe you could say TJ Warren bubble, Indian Pacers. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing outstanding. I, when the Pacers, I mean, they lost Sabonis and they lost Oladipo. And those are their two best players the yeah. entire year. And they are, they played out of their mind this season. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, the Pacers don't have a chance. And then T.J. Warren comes and is dropping 50 points. Yeah. And I, mean, I, don't think anyone, I don't think anyone saw that. But the game where the Pacers did play the Heat, Jimmy Butler shut him down. Uh, T.J. Warren had less than 10 points. Um, uh, he had 12 in 29 12 minutes. Yeah, so Jimmy Butler shut him down. And I think if he – Jimmy Butler is talking a lot of – not a lot of smack, but he's talking – He's talking a lot, and the TJ Warren and Jimmy Bowler have had some history, so we'll see if that breaks out. But in my opinion, I think I have the Heat in seven. I think this is going to go. 
I think we'll go Heat in five. Because, I mean, when you look at T.J. Warren's stat line, I mean, he had great games, like 53 against 76ers and 34 than 32. Yeah. And then he'd go like 16 against the Suns, which is still very good. And then he'd go back up to 39 against the Lakers and 12 versus the Heat. And then, But if 16 and 12, like if he's going to be their star player and he's putting up those numbers, I just – I think Jimmy Butler will be able to shut him down. And I just don't see T.J. Warren being able to carry this series out that long. T.J. Warren will have probably – I think he'll have two breakout games at least, which will give the Pacers two wins. I think the Pacers can probably rally up all together at least one win against the Heat to make this interesting. So I do have Heat in seven still. All right. And then the third game of the, today will be the Thunder against the Rockets. This is this is a really interesting game, a really interesting se- series. I think this one might be the most like underdog because Oklahoma City is they're a really good team. I th- in my opinion, they're a Finals potential team. Uh, the Houston Rockets have obviously great talent, but they no, don't have Russell Westbrook. And he may come back in like Game Three or Game Four. But I think the Thunder can take advantage of the first two games. Definitely. And I really just like James Harden. And if you want to say like PJ Tucker or like Robert Covington, but I think Thunder are so solid defensively. And they have young stars like Shy. I mean, Chris Paul is still showing people he can score. And I think they can take, I think they'll take this series. I do too. I have. I think the Thunder in six is my um, prediction just because I think the Thunder will get ahead without Westbrook, and then I think they'll be able to finish it even if Westbrook is there. Yeah, I'm going to go Thunder in seven just because I think there'll be a couple games where Westbrook and Harden are just unstoppable. But I think the Thunder will be eventually. I think they're the better better team even when Westbrook is playing. But I think they'll be able to. So this game could – I mean, this next series, the last series of the um, first round, the Lakers versus the Portland Trailblazers, could be the most interesting series we have seen in a while. You know, back and forth, Blazers could take up an upset, or it could be a 4-0 sweep with the Lakers. Mateo, what do you think is going to happen? Well, obviously, this is going to be a crazy matchup. Like, one of the best matchups – that's going to be one versus eight. Like in the East, you have Boxers Magic, which is not an interesting one versus eight. But the Trailblazers are a very dangerous eight seed with Dame Lillard. They added Carmelo Anthony, and they have CJ McCollum too. They have a lot of good weapons. And honestly, I don't know how they ended up as an eight seed. I think they're a much better team than that. But I think there are going to be games where Dame can take over, but I still think Braun and AD are going to be too much for Melo, Dame, and CJ McCollum. And I'm going to go Lakers in six. I think I, I want, I don't want this to happen, but I just think, yeah, like you said, Braun and AD are too strong. And I think even if Dame has breakout games, the Lakers will still be able to um, win. So I have Lakers in five here. I would like to see it go to game seven because if it goes to game seven, Dame time might, it, it might be all over and might have a great upset, but Right now, I have Lakers in five, but I'm hoping to be completely wrong. Yeah, I, I'm with Blazers twin. 
Yes, as well do. So, Mateo, before we go anywhere, should we take um, maybe a moment of silence for the Phoenix Suns? <laughs> I can't believe they went 8-0 and didn't make – 8-0 in the bubble – didn't make the playoffs. They didn't even make the playoff like game. They it was it, yeah, they didn't even make the nine seed. It's crazy. But I mean, Devin Booker, oh my God, he's gonna be a. He was always a star, but this next coming year, I think, put everyone on notice. Yeah, so definitely. Watch, West is so much more loaded than the East. Yeah, I know, especially with Braun going over here now, Kawhi over. I mean, it's crazy, but. Yeah, like there's only eight seeds. Maybe like the Suns, I could see them having a great year, but the Suns could get stopped by the Jazz, could get stopped by the Mavericks for the six and seven seed. And then, you know, have to fight for that eight seed with the Trailblazers, Grizzlies, you know, and Pelicans maybe even next year too. So it'll be nuts. Yeah, it'll be. And then all the way at the bottom are the 15 and 50 Warriors who. And they might get the number one pick just because Steph and Clay weren't playing. That's true. They yeah. just they just played the entire NBA. It's it is crazy that there could be you know ten teams next year with a even twelve teams next year with a winning record in the um excuse me, in the Western Conference. So I don't know. I think it's pretty. It'll be an interesting season next year, especially if they just stay in the bubble because I think. You know, players. It's a it's a lot different of a um, world down there. Who's and stay in a bubble though. Who's going to want to stay in a bubble for an entire season? It, it is, but that's what they're thinking about right now. And it's a different atmosphere. All the players have said, and you know, some players even like it more because you have way more space, tighter gym. Yeah, so some players also have families. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to do a bubble for an entire season. That's true, but uh, in the playoffs, which is cool, you're allowed to bring a kid and an, uh, and like one person and their kids. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And you know, I don't. I mean, it'll be interesting what they do. It'll be interesting if the MLB goes into a bubble for the playoffs because they might need to. So yeah. All right, right Mateo. Now- when we were before we wrap up the NBA, since we're on the first round. Who are your fi- two finals teams and who's winning the finals? Okay, so my finals teams are Bucks versus Clippers. The Clippers are winning the finals. I think just because – I think the Clippers' defense is going to be able to stop anyone, in my opinion. And I think when they need it, Kawhi and Paul George are just going to just – they're going to destroy everyone. And I think even though they were playing close games against the seven seed, I think they'll be able to win. The finals. Same. I so I have the Bucks being in the finals, but my three teams that I think can be in the finals in the Western Conference are the Lakers, Clippers, and OKC. And so I think if any of those three teams get in the finals against the Bucks, they will win. But right now I have Clippers winning and just the same as you. But I think I I would also like to see OKC win. But and then Lakers obviously we could just – they could be too powerful, but I don't want that to happen. So, I'm not going to say that's going to happen. Nah, I'm not a big Lakers fan. I'm not going to lie. I do not like the Lakers. All right. Let's go on to the – are we going on to MLB or the NHL? I think we're going on to the NHL now. All right. Sounds good. And so, NHL, 
It's been very exciting, especially for me. We haven't talked a lot of hockey, but I'm a big Islanders fan. I think I've said that before. <laughs> and not a bandwagon. Not a bandwagon. Always been an Islanders fan. And um, they're up 3-0 in the Caps. And they're looking really good. Their next game is 8 p.m. today. And my, I'm predicting in this series, the Islanders in four. I think they're going to sweep it. They're going to end it tonight because the Capitals, they've looked sloppy in the last games. They haven't – their bottom lines have not been producing at all. It's basically been all TJ Oshie and Ovechkin and Tom, and occasionally Tom Wilson just, like, smacking people. But that's really it. Their bottom lines with Hathaway have not been performing. And the Islanders have looked really good. Their defense has been shutting down, I mean, basically everyone. And the only thing they have struggled on is the power play. And that is my main concern for the Islanders going forward. Because if they can't score on the power play, then they're not going to be able to win in the next round. All right. Next up, our next matchup is the Flyers versus the Philadelphia Flyers versus um, Montreal. Yes. So the Flyers are my team. I've said it in a podcast before. I think that's that's my uh, final team. Ooh. But you know they're they're up two and one against Montreal. They have a game today. And I think I don't know. I think the um, my prediction on this one is Philly and six. And I just think Philadelphia is a better team, and they are streaky. But I think they can take it to the finals. I mean, yes, Philly is probably the most streaky team I've ever seen. Um, they, they're just like it was weird. They were horrible. Then they won a bunch of games, and they were in the top four. And now they're the number one seed, which is complete bogus since the Bruins are clearly the best team in the East. But I think. Philly will beat Montreal just because Montreal is not really a playoff team. They just happened to upset the Penguins. They were the 12 seed. Now they're in the playoffs. And I just feel like they're not that good. But Shea Weber is kind of keeping them afloat. He's playing out of his mind. But I just think that Philly will have this one easy and win it in five. Next team is – Boston, the Boston Bruins versus uh, Carolina Panthers. No, it's the Hurricanes, Paul. I don't. I'm the sorry. The, my Panthers. mind. Yeah, oh. no, I know. My mind went to the Carolina Panthers. Car- Carolina Hurricanes. Everyone, um, you know, we're still still a bit rusty on hockey. Even though I knew that, there are Boston's up three one. Um, game. The next game's tomorrow. And I think Boston just wins this one against the Hurricanes. And like Mateo said, they, Mateo thinks they're the best team uh, in the division. I don't. I think the Phillies are. But I think the Boston – yeah, I think the Bruins win this one easy too. All right. So, obviously, the Bruins were up 2-1 yesterday, like, in the series. And they were down 3-1, to one, like, six minutes to go. And they scored three goals in four minutes which is absurd to come take the lead 4-3. to three, Now they lead the series 3-1. And I think the Bruins are the best team in the East just because they're basically the Islanders, but they're better. They play the same way. They like to lock it down. Um, they play great defense. They're physical, except they also have big, like, goal scorers. They have Pasternak and Bergeron and Marchand. And that top line is absurd. And I think that the way that they can play offense and defense – is 
like they no no other team in the league can do that like them. And that's why I think they're gonna win the series in the next game, win it in five, and they play tomorrow at four. All right. All right, so the next um series is the Lightning versus the Blue Jackets. And next game's tomorrow at noon. The Blue Jack I mean Tampa is leading the Blue Jackets three to one. But I think the Blue Jackets are going to come back in the series and force a game seven. And I think that in game seven, Stamkos is going to play really well. Kucherov is going to play well. Hedman's going to play well. And they're going to win. Sorry, that's a good prediction. I think Tampa will take this in five. Or no, in four. I uh, six, sorry. I think they'll push one more game, but I think Tampa will. I think Tampa's good enough to just bring it home. Next up, uh, our first game in the West. Uh, Vancouver uh, versus the defending champs, the Blues. It is 2-2, and next game is tomorrow. But uh, I've been watching these games, and this is the series I'm most interested in, I think. But I think Vancouver, St. Louis isn't that good this year. Even though it's 2-2, I think Vancouver should be able to win this series. Um, I think Vancouver is going to win this in seven, just because I think – don't think the Blues had what they had last year, but that's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, I think Vancouver, they're led by, like, Elias Peterson, Brock Boser, um, Quinn Hughes, and they're very young, very talented. They're electric, but I still think St. Louis will be able to take this one just from their experience, but I think in the next couple of years, Vancouver is going to be team on the rise. All right. All right, so the next series, the Flames versus the Stars. The next team is five versus three, and this is one of the most interesting series to me. It's tied two to two. And, I mean, it's been a crazy series so far with Pavelski's hat trick to force overtime in, like, the last 30 seconds. But I think – and I think the Stars will end up taking this one in seven. And for the Stars, Jamie Benn is going to be the key to success. He's been doing average in the series – but I think he'll elevate back to superstar status and lead the stars. The next game, the Vegas Knights, they're unfair. It's, it, it's not fair. It's not fair. They're, they're such a good team for being – this is your second year, correct? Second year, yeah. They, I mean, it's, they should not be the one seed. They're up 3-1 against Chicago. They'll win against Chicago uh, next game's today, today actually. So they're going to win today. Um, that's, that's all i got to say. Vegas is unfair for being the second, second – this is their second year. It's unfair. Yeah, I mean, Vegas – Chicago's just not very good. <laughs> um, next series, more interesting one, Colorado versus Arizona. I mean, and I think the Avalanche, they're up 3-1, to one, and I think they'll win this one in six. I think Arizona will be able to win another one, but Nathan McKinnon is so good. And it's 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 absurd just watching him play and deke through everyone. I think it'll be too much for Arizona, and I think they'll take this take the series in six. All right. Now that is the NHL section. Um, we'll see what happens. Mateo, what's your take on the finals this year for the NHL? Finals is Islanders. <laughs> versus the Avalanche. 
I have the Islanders in seven. Oh, you have your team winning. My team, the Islanders. I said it last year, too. Then we got swept by the Panthers. I mean, not the Panthers, the Hurricanes. But this year, I mean, I thought we were going to be worse this year. But we're not. We're better. And we got J.G. Pajot, who's a beast. He's scoring lots of goals. Beauvillier is stepping up. And we're playing great defense. Pelek is unstoppable. He's the best defender in the league. And the Islanders are going to win the Stanley Cup. Boom. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. I don't think that's going to happen, but sure. All right, so we're moving on. This uh, the to the MLB. MLB is not into the playoffs yet, but there's still some interesting stuff going on. There's also some, some sad stuff going on with the Mets uh, not doing too hot right now. And we, we won last night, eleven four. They did. They did. Uh, we they that did uh, put them in fourth place in the standings, but they're all messed up right now because the Marlins are in second, and that's just that's not even possible. That can't happen. They're, the they're gonna start losing. It's stupid. They barely played any games, and then they swept the Orioles. Like, does yeah. that even count? Does playing the Orioles even count? Oh, a big thing for the Mets is I think they gotta go five hundred. I think they gotta go on yeah. a little streak here. I think once they go five hundred, they'll start settling down, and I think they'll play better ball and maybe even take the um, NL East. But I think a wild card spot. I think if the Mets get in the playoffs, they'll make a run definitely. I mean, so one thing is this year to be in the wild card, you are not even in second place in your division because the second place team is in the playoffs. It is the weirdest thing ever. The second place team is considered in the playoffs. So basically all you have to do is be 500 because I think if the Mets hit 500, they will be in the playoffs because the first and second team and the Marlins are going to start losing. And I think the Mets will end up in second in the division. I think it will. I think they're going to get hot. It'll happen. And I think the Phillies will be a wild card. I mean, the central, the central is weird also because the Cardinals are five and five, which is just weird. And the Brewers are 10 and 10. So (laughs) yeah. And they're tied. And Cardinals have played ten games. Brewers have played twenty games, and yet they're both five hundred. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a weird year with asterisks everywhere, and it's just weird. The Dodgers are definitely hot. Um, Mookie Betts playing great. Um, we thought that if there was no MLB season, the Dodgers would regret that, but they definitely are not regretting this. Um, you know, the Dodgers, I think, are the best team. In the MLB right now, they're my early fine, uh, early um, World Series champions right now. Unfortunately, I think the Yankees are gonna do good, uh, be good too in the playoffs. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, it stinks. I hope the Astros. I think they. I hope they just kick them out of the playoffs. Um, they're twelve and ten right now in second place, which I mean, they're not like twenty and two, so. They're not cheating anymore, which is good. <laughs> yeah. One thing that's different about this season, too, is say a player like Luis Guillorme for the Mets, hot for like five or six games. Now that's equivalent to him in a regular season being like hot for 20 games. Huh. So in the shortened season, things are weird. If a player's slumping 
for 10 games, that's like now they're dragging it down because they're already a third of, third of the way through the season. And if teams are going to start making runs, it's going to be now because the season's third of the way through. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I, it's a weird baseball year. I think the NBA did a great job of kind of covering it up. And I think the NBA, everyone's really happy. Same with – I just think the MLB is a bit of a mess right now. So they're, they're not in a bubble, you know. People are still getting COVID from it. So where the NBA isn't. But I think it's also a good learner for football of what you should and shouldn't do. So hopefully the NFL will have this all figured out. Yeah. So before we let you go, um, I just want to talk about the Champions League semifinals. So in the quarterfinals, Bayern Munich um, played Barcelona. And I mean, well, before we go into the quarterfinal, um, the round is 16. Byron unfortunately beat Chelsea 4-1, to one, but showed that Byron uh, is a really good team. And they played Barcelona in the quarterfinal. It was 8-2 to two, Byron Munich. Uh, it's cr- it was crazy. The first, like, the first 31 minutes, there were three goals. Or no, sorry. The first 31 minutes, there were f- four goals. And... Um, Bayern Munich's great. I think they're going to win champions this year. Um, stinks for Barcelona. Just they can't seem to finish it and uh, and get to that final. And Man City, um, they just didn't have it. They lost to Leon, I believe that's what it uh, how to pronounce it, but wasn't their year. So uh, in the semifinals, they we have Red Bulls, uh, Leipzig. I don't, I, it's a different Red Bulls uh, team versus PSG. So I think PSG will win that one. And we have Leon versus Bayern. And I think Bayern will uh, win that one. So it's going to, in my opinion, PSG versus Bayern in the finals. Bayern's going to win it. Bayern just has such a good attack this year. And they're too powerful. All right, so that is today's podcast. Um, you know, we're getting back into our groove. We're getting back into Sports Rewind. Hopefully, um, by the beginning of September, we'll try and get you guys a podcast every week. It's just a little weird right now that we're kind of both off schedule. Matthew and Daniel are off schedule without because we're different schools now. But we thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week, and see you.